Hello and welcome to the Nostalgia Road Trip. We take the short bus alive and crash it into that wormhole we call pop culture. This is the podcast, the only podcast owning on the Super FX chip and coded in blast processing. I'm your host, Edgar Velasco, and with me now is a man who doesn't know what the age of consent is when it comes to fucking a magical creature, Mr. Robert Menes. How are you, Chief? Helen Mirren was 22 years old when she shot that movie, you know. What movie are you talking about? The Age of Consent. Oh, God. I mean, no, is that like uh, watching Lord of the Rings and I realized that in elves or magical creatures in general, and again, we've hit that age where apparently fucking a monster is considered okay, even romantic to an extent. Um, you know, like the, you know, the Shape of Water, you know, Academy Award winning the Shape of Water. And then, you know, during that whole craze of Twilight where, you know, monsters were slowly being, I guess, romanticized. Um, that we had so many other, like, well, let's see, we had, like, what, I, Frankenstein, that turned, you know, fucking, uh, was it, Aaron, whatever, Aaron Eckhart, pretending to be a buff-built fucking Frankenstein. And then we had, um, I forgot what it was called. I think it was, so, it's, it was called something, Beastly. Beastly, yeah. Uh, a teenage romance movie. I think it was supposed to be either a new, uh, a Beastly. Yeah, I remember that because it was actually a Wii, Nintendo Wii game that came out for that movie. And like, I remember it's like, wait, is this supposed to be like a version of Frankenstein? Uh, it was supposed to be a, a new telling of Beauty and the Beast. Except he had like tattoos all over his face, and uh, forget what the rest of the details were. But that's all I remember from that garbage. Oh yeah, well the nineteen eighty seven Beauty and the Beast. Everybody didn't everybody want the Beast in that one? That's right, fucking Ron Perlman. You know, Perlman yeah. in his prime. Ron, I don't know. He's never changed. He has. Well, then again, he has that face. He's that still was, the same big buff dude that I remember from back then. Well, he is getting there with the age. So like anything, you know, whatever. You can work out and exercise as much as you want, but eventually your body and age catches yeah. up with you, and those nice built pecs and abs eventually start getting a little bit flabby. You know, and you know the closest thing you can hope for is to at least have the body of like a 1930s like uh, bodybuilder. But no, I, I don't think anything bad will happen to him. He's like what now, 65? He's still big, tall, cut, dude. Well, again, he still he still knows his stuff, but like. And, you know, watching these weird, like, and again, we kind of had hints of, like, how Dracula, but, you know, for Dracula or vampires, it's part of their ability to attract the female, you know, uh, victims so they can, you know, suck their blood or make them their brides. That's a given. Frankenstein, you can still, you can kind of, you could kind of romance it because, again, it's a, it's a mind of a child in a body that doesn't know its own strength, doesn't know what's right from wrong. You know, again, he didn't, the creature itself didn't learn how to talk until maybe midway through the Bride of Frankenstein. Um, and, uh, Frankenstein's monster in general. Yeah, tragedy. Tragedy. That's what chicks love. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was like, the original, the original book with Frankenstein was like, you know, the creature was like eight feet tall, 
And, like, he was supposed to be built beautifully, but at the same time, he was built really hideous because, like, he had, like, translucent skin. He had, like, watery eyes and, like, you know, a yellowish tint to his skin. So would you say the Robert De Niro adaptation of that, uh, the movie, that movie, uh, you know, uh, Mary Sherry's Frankenstein, Robert De Niro's version was a lot closer than what Universal did? Although Universal's is more iconic. Um, Universal's is always going to be more iconic, but I think, like, yeah, like, that whole, like, tragic tale where, like, you know, the monster is born eloquent and well-versed and everything, and he just wants to learn about human nature, mm -hmm. and everybody is repulsed by him because of the way that he looks. Well, yeah, that, and again, there isn't the creature's... <laughs> is, didn't Dr. Frankenstein name his creature Adam? Uh, no. Um, it was supposed to be Prometheus, I think. Oh, okay. the idea was going to be Prometheus. Yeah, because I do remember that the creature was actually quite... At least in the book, I believe, it was actually yeah. very intelligent, and it would quote, like, maybe, uh, not Bible verses, but it would quote, like, something, you know, hoity-toity. Uh, uh, scripture. Yeah, yeah, it, it was scripture then, okay. Yeah, as, as far as I remember, yeah. And, yeah, but, like, you know, like, again, going back to, like, Twilight, and, again, during that era, I, I, it, you know what's funny? That it feels so long ago, but it really wasn't. When this whole teen, you know, young adults, young adult romance bullcrap was, you know, like they try to find anything. Like I'm the the CW, you know, Channel Eleven. They had that mm -hmm. show Beauty and the Beast with uh fucking the uh was it Lana Lang from uh, Smallville. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that show. And then we have like shows like The Vampire Diaries, which are again based off young adult books. And like again, like I mentioned that movie Beastly. Um, I remember, I think there was a was a, there was a movie about witches, but it wasn't Harry Potter. It was young adult version of it. Uh, that Not the craft. Oh, yeah, the craft. Yeah, that was that was our version. But they also made one like during the time again of Twilight. I forget, the Covenant, I believe. No, yeah, I think. It was yeah, the, I think it was a Covenant. I don't remember. But again, it's one of those like like any of these young adult uh books that turn into movie to cash in on the Twilight you know, craze, you know, they pick a monster or they pick a genre, whatever it is, be a magic. Yes, let's, let's get pretty boys to play all the roles. All the monsters. And it's funny, like, you know, like, and, and, it, and again, we're in right now, it's, right now it's acceptable to fush, you know, to fucking fuck a fish, man. Uh, because, you know, how it was, you know, handled and how, you know, it came out. Oh, but... yeah, The Shape of Water was like, yeah, beautiful romantic movie, you know, Doug Jones and his stand Ocean Man. Yeah, literally wearing literally the Abe, uh, Abe whatever from uh, the uh, Hellboy. Uh, yeah, it looks like Abe Sapien from Hellboy, but That's... like you know, more more fish like, like much more like you know ripped, you know quasi fish like. Yeah, like unlike Abe Sapien, which had features with you know were calm and you know smooth and very yeah. maybe approachable. The Shape of Water had that, but then the creature can still, like, pull out claws and fucking, you know, kill you and, you know, disembowel you. But apparently still have time to fuck a mute girl in the 1930s or some shit. Oh, God. I have, you know, I've been seeing, like, so many people talking about it. And I was like, you know, when the movie comes out on video, I am definitely going to get it. Because mm -hmm. it's like, it's one of those movies that you cannot watch just once. It's one of those movies It's like, you really got to, you, like, you get into it and you're like, Wow, this is a damn good movie. This yeah, is but, so beautifully well done. Yeah, but again, you know, for those who, you know, I guess don't understand. And again, it, it, I can understand the message like, you know, there, there, there's, I guess there's a kink for everybody or whatever. Oh, yeah. 
Well, you, you got another one too. What? Mermaids. Mermaids, yeah. Oh, what? Wait, mermaids. Uh, you mean Splash, right? With Tom Hanks. No, 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 no. Like mermaids in general. Like movies about mermaids. Yeah, but again, it's based what? off an old fisherman's tale. When you're left on or, the when you're when you got nothing to drink or eat, and you're well, yeah, well, because uh, mermaids are mythological creatures as well. Yeah, so are know? sirens, and look what and you know yeah. their story. Yeah, like you know, well, yeah, si sirens lure um, sailors to you know sailors to the rocks to their doom. Mermaids are supposed to be like you know they'll help you, or yeah, they'll probably do the same thing; they'll devour you. Or yeah. the other legend is that if you eat the flesh of a mermaid, you will live forever. See, I never knew that. The only one I ever found out was the whole uh, sirens and the whole mermaid that some people said that it's really manatees. <laughs> I guess yeah. something about that fucking but, sea but they cow. Still, like, but yeah, like they, they still have the, um, you know, the beliefs in mermaids. So, yeah, whatever. But yeah, like how many, how many movies about like, you know, beautiful mermaids and they go like, you know, they go in both directions. You either have mermaids that like humans and want to help humans, and you got mermaids that are like, fuck all the humans, I'm going to eat all your flesh. So you got either, but again, from our perspective growing up, we only had like literally maybe three types of mermaid-related things. Like, okay, the Little Mermaid. Um, of course. Not to mention the original, like, I think, what is it? Uh, uh, the actual story is based off a, a Japanese anime or like a Norwegian? No, no, The Little Mermaid was um, the book by Hans Christian Andersen, a oh. Danish writer. That's right, and, and then, yeah. you know, it was... And, a... and the book was, like, really dark, because, you know, the original book was, um, you know, she wants to become human, and the sea witch cuts out her tongue, renders her mute, and leaves her where she gives her legs, but every time she walks, it's like stepping on knives. See, but again... It causes that... her horrible pain. How is that any different than the original, like, grim, you know, fairy tales, which are more graphic and depict lots oh, yeah. of acts of violence? No, Hans Christian Anderson didn't write stuff for little kids. Oh, that's true. But then I, the only the only reason I remember Hans Christian Andersen was because actor was it Danny Kaye played Hans Christian Andersen in a movie. <laughs> oh God! Hans Christian Andersen. Andersen oh, I that's me. That, I remember that movie. I haven't <laughs> seen that in a long time ago. And like one of them, like he's talk, he's announcing who he is, and they're like, "You're under arrest." Exactly, exactly. And then he, when he's in jail, I think he, you know, he amuses some kids or something. By doing uh like the thumbelina, he paints his fingers and he says thumbelina, thumbelina, la la la. See, I know my old shit. I know my Danny K fucking, <laughs> fucking turn of the century fucking movies. There you go. But yeah, like you know, besides um, well, of course, who didn't see the Little Mermaid? And everyone's, I'm sure everybody who saw the Little Mermaid at first was probably like you know feeling a little bit hot under the collar. Well, a little bit here, of the papers there. Hey, you know what? You know during that scene when mm -hmm. she's getting her legs. You know, from the sea witch. Uh, uh, what's what, I forget her name. Either way, you know, Ursula. Ursula. When she's getting her legs, I remember putting that scene and trying to, you know, pause. You know, putting it in slow motion because you know there is a shot that you see like her legs, so you see an outline of her butt, and like I almost like wait, do you see her bush? <laughs> like, like that. That was the closest thing to like Disney nudity before that whole. Uh, what is it? Before people found out about the whole Roger Rabbit, Jessica Rabbit, uh, the, the uh, Jessica... oh yeah, the supposed the supposed scene you can see you can see between her legs. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So like, yeah, that was my thing. Um, but enough about me. Let's see. It was Little Mermaid, you know, and of course the adaptations by that eventually led to the Disney movie, 
we have Splash, you know, Daryl Hannah and Tom oh, Hanks, yeah. you know. Yeah, the her big break. Uh, uh, the what? Her big break. That was her big break because that was like the movie that like really put her on the map. Besides yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah, but either, either, but I think it was more pla Splash than Blade Runner because again, Blade Runner, she really, when you think about it, as iconic as she was in a, as a character, her oh, yeah, scenes were, she only had like what, maybe 10, 15 minutes worth of screen time when you think about it? She had about close to like twenty or so because remember she was like you know the she was like of the three replicants of the four replicants she was like the second in command. Yeah, but the main story with Rector Howard and her um, and that yeah, Rector Howard, yeah. That replicant that part of the story doesn't happen until like maybe an hour into the actual movie, so you don't even know about that. You you hear oh, yeah, it is a lot of it, a lot of it is like setting up for what's gonna go on. Yeah, yeah, and again, yeah, she keeps at the lower ones first. Yeah, but again, she didn't. She didn't get an iconic scene like Rec, you know, Rucker Howard did with the whole rain and you know, watch. I've seen the rain and blah oh, yeah. blah blah. No, she she got to she got to like leap up on Harrison Ford's necks and beat the you know beat the piss out of him. It was a good and scene. And then he had to fling her like practically fling her off. And that scene where like he finally shoots and kills her, and you see her convulsing on the floor like screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. It's still. Yeah. It, and I kind of character, but yeah, Splash is what really brought her. Because again, she did like some low-level fucking horror movies, I believe, in that time. She did The Fury back in 78. And I believe she did something in the woods. Don't Go in the Woods or the, the last, the final terror show or something. It was one of her early something things. Something like that? Hard the final country. terror! The final terror! The final terror! That was 83, yep. That was her. Right before Splash. That's right. And that was before, so yeah, that... Fuck, thank, thank you, Amazon Prime free video streaming for having that available for me to watch and say, like, holy shit, that's Daryl Hannah before she got famous. <laughs> that's what, yeah, it's like, you know, what was it? Blade Runner was her third movie. Flash was um, her seventh. Yeah, and again, even then, it's Splash as she's known for, but again, that was during the hot craze of Tom Hanks. And the third mermaid-related thing, I guess I would think, was uh, that scene in Hook. When Robin Williams, you know, is, you know, oh, yeah. when he la he splashes in the water and he's greeted by mermaids and they kiss him. You first you think they're kissing him, you know, because they miss, you know, Peter Pan, but they're really, they're kissing him so they can transfer some air so he won't drown. Oh, well, yeah. CPR. That, yeah. They're helping it, him out. Sexy CPR because, Jesus. <laughs> but, like, the reason, like, again... I think right now it's more acceptable to go fuck a fish man and anything. So I'm thinking like, hey, Robert, what mystical creatures, like, would you... Like, okay, one thing. Elves. Dark elves, magic elves, whatever elves. The mystical creatures that look human but have, you know, pointy ears, nice complexions, and fucking, you know, uh, names We're like... We're talking like nice, fair skin, you know, good elves, right? Yeah, whatever. Dark elves, whatever. whatever oh, yeah, dark elves would be uh, drow. Whatever tickles your pickle, my friend. And uh, okay, we're not, we're not going with drow. They're nasty. <laughs> but, um, you know, elves are seen as, for the most part, when you, if, uh, by book logic, via token rules, you know, uh, J, you know, J, LR token, whatever, or whatever person that's writing mystical creature shit. Elves are about a thousand to eight hundred years. They look young, but they're forever, they're ageless, but they still are, have age on them. Um, yeah. Now they age, they age significantly slower than humans do, essentially. Like you see an elf, an elfling, or an elf girl, whatever the fuck is called. They they look like you. They look around the same age. You know, minus the pointy ears, the better complexion, the smooth hair. 
uh, and all that whatnot. And and yeah. they look the same age as you, but they're really like 800 or 1,000 years old. And you want to be in a relationship with them. Now, let's say you're in a relationship with an elfin goddess. Let's go with that. Let's go with this fantasy. You're going... Her name is... Um, uh, let's see. They always have some kind of tree-like names. Like okay, uh, well, okay. So I'll, I'll I'll give her one based on a, a game I was playing a little while ago. What? We'll call her Syra, the child of nature. Okay, Syra. You meet Syra. Um, yes. You meet Syra. You're you know, you're the age you are, like thirty eight. You know, thirty seven, thirty nine, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. and she is fucking nine hundred to a thousand years old. And but you, she looks like a twenty-year-old. Of course, damn pedophile. Now, actually, <laughs> yeah, is she no? But she looks like someone that can pass, you know, to be literally your age, if not maybe like five or six years younger. You know, um, now is that pedophilia because she's old and you're like not even within that age range? Like, if she goes to her parents, like you know, like guess who's coming to dinner scenario. But, you know, without Sidney Portier, and it's you <laughs> showing up to an elfin dinner at their uh, their cottage at some kind of, you know, uh, wood-infested, magical fucking playland, whatever. And you show up to dinner, and they look at you, in, not in confusion, you know, and, you know, you're having an awkward dinner eating magical ale and, you know, stuff that looks like, like the fucking dinner, you know, like... Fucking the buffet in that scene in Hook. Everything looks like fucking you're eating fucking Play-Doh. While drinking a nice lager of whatever homebrew beer they consider. Or magical elfling uh, ambrosia. And the father it takes her, or the parents, you know, dismiss themselves from the table. And take the girl, you know, whatever her name was, to like the kitchen or a place that they, they have a private setting. And they discuss like, do you realize he's, he's this old, he's... He's not even half your age, and like, would that be considered almost pedophilia when you think about it? No, I think that probably getting more like, uh, you're you're practically immortal. He's not. You know, he's gonna die a lot sooner than you, right? So you wouldn't feel like you're like an underage girl going out with a creepy old man, like the scenario if you based it on that, like the age, like the, 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 how age is going across in that in that fantasy world. No, I'd be more worried about the longevity, knowing that she'll outlive me by, like, centuries. Okay, but isn't... Let's go by Tolkien rules. That if you consent with an elf, they become mortal. Now, is that okay? Now, does the alpha still stand? Or, like, do you want that person to remain forever beautiful, immortal, while you grow decrepit, your dick falls off, you know, it's wrinkly... You know, your nuts touch your kneecaps, you know, stuff like that. But she still loves you. She still loves you because, you know, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. I, I would say, uh, <laughs> nah, if I'm going to grow old, we're growing old together. So you would do the Aragorn whatever thing, Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. so that yeah, would, grow old together. So that would be like the ultimate elf in sacrifice. Like, I want to be with him, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to become mortal. Well, not like mortal, but like their aging would, their aging would level with ours. But then, like, you know, there, there's also that that horror thing where like she suddenly decides that a 900 years catches up with her real fast. Mmm. So 
elf-like periods. No, <laughs> more, more like, uh, more like uh, she suddenly turns to dust before your very eyes. Uh, okay, so you pretty much will need to have her break down the process. Like, okay, this is, okay, we're gonna get, we're gonna have sex. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna have human sex. Human and an elf girl. And she says, okay, I love you. I want to be mortal with you. This is part of the pack. Uh, and that's before you bust out the condom. <laughs> or or you raw dog it. I don't know what the hell. Um, you're going to stop before this even happens. Before the first, you know, before she eat, her lips literally touch the tip of your dick. You're going to say, okay, if we're going to do this, what happens to you? What's the, give me the, give me a synopsis. Give me a fucking PowerPoint presentation on what what's going to happen to you once this happens, once you become mortal. Oh, God, if, there, if it just becomes, like, she suddenly ages extremely rapidly and just, like, crumbles and falls to dust in front of me, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> you're, you're, with that. You're just going to spit in the sand or put some, turn it into mud and just put your dick in it? <laughs> no, I'm just going to probably be like, walk off. Walk um, off. Walk off with your your pride, you know, the head hung low and your hand in your dick <laughs> as you walk away while the Incredible Hulk sad music passes. <laughs> just be hitchhiking down the road no but you know again in the age of the internet where people are into various fetish fetishes uh you know th this is the perfect time robert to make like ro a romantic fucking um invisible man movie like wait what would be the most difficult creature of you know fiction i guess i would say or you or one that you would create out of your head that wouldn't would be impossible to romanticize Oh God, the Invisible Man! Now, why would that be? Now, I want to know about the Invisible Man. I don't know. Well, because like, what the fuck, you? You know, like, where is he? What's he doing? Are you sure he's in the room with you? Well, you're gonna feel it. <laughs> you're gonna feel something. That yeah. that is fine. You're gonna look down and be like, no, he's not there. In invisible dick just passes by your face. You're like, what was that? That was a weird gust of wind that just came across my face and somehow entered my, <laughs> touched the tip of my lip. <laughs> oh god why does it sound like that weird ass joke I heard one time about Superman and Wonder Woman oh did they fucking the invisible jet and anybody can see it I've seen that no no there was another one there was another one that I remember hearing it's like Superman is flying over Metropolis and he looks down and he sees Wonder Woman on the top of a building mm -hmm. and she's like sunbathing in the nude and he's thinking to himself should I should I not should I should I not uh. he flies down at super speed does his business at super speed and flies away again at super speed Wonder Woman bolts upright and says, what the hell was that? And the invisible man says, well, I don't know about you, but I certainly felt something weird behind me. Oh, wait, I did see that comic strip. Um, I think yeah. it was like a mad comic or a, a knockoff yeah. version the invisible of man mad. Says, like, why does my ass hurt suddenly? Yeah, yeah I've seen, I seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that comic strip. Yeah, yeah. Eh, it doesn't hold up. Um, it doesn't. It, it was very silly. So an invisible man would be the toughest fictional character monster that you would think would be hard to romanticize. Yet... People have tried, in a way. But yeah, it's like, it would still be weird. It's like, even worse is Hollow Man. It's like, he turned out to be an asshole. Yeah, and you see Kevin Bacon's CGI invisible dick. I think that's the bad thing about, I think that's the bad thing about being an invisible man, that you have to be nude. It doesn't affect your clothes, so you have to be constantly nude with the hazards of stepping in glass, stepping on a Either Lego piece. Yeah. 
inadvertently streaking. And the bad thing about Kevin Bacon movies is that you always have to see Kevin Bacon's bacon. You, the weird thing is, he loves he loves to show his big dong. His you know he loves to he show loves to show his bacon off. He, he loves to show his alone in the dark. <laughs> Wait, was that he Kevin Bacon? Oh no, no, that was uh, Christian Slater, Alone in the Dark movie. Um, but see, the weird thing is, I can find a way to romanticize that where it's a tragic figure that can't be seen but could be felt and heard, and there would be like a romantic scene where he's slowly stripping his seductress, and you know, th there would be hints like he's slowly massaging her head or aiming her head or aiming her body in the right way so they know how to do it properly when she can't see shit and you know uh and maybe you know for romance sake they can do have the sex the sex scene in the rain so you can see the bot the, the drips bouncing off his body so you can see an outline or something like that so there is a way how to romanticize that and again it's the whole thing of like you're not i don't see you but you're always there it, it's kind of creepy but that's still a way a, something to rom find a way to romanticize it um and also, you know, like, and, and in the final scene of the movie, she thinks he died because of an explosion. And, you know, but in reality, he's watching constantly over her to protect her or something. So, see, see, there you go. We already made a romantic fucking Invisible Man movie. All right, I suppose we did. No, the one, though, that's, like, really fucked up because this is, like, more like a horror thing than anything else. What? Succubus. Now, succubus are vampire-esque female monsters but but they feed on life energy yeah as but, opposed to your blood or anything like that but don't they mostly achieve that by going into your mind and you know like bringing out the darkest well, dreams or something no they're more like uh they're banging dudes and taking their life energy while they're doing it so life force the fucking movie life force that we can never stop talking about it the canon movie by toby hooper life force sort of like that but um I would say more like uh, what's some other weird movies? That, oh be, God! It would be Life Force, except mm -hmm. you know there's actual fucking involved. Um, have you ever seen a weird movie called The Unholy? I think I have. I think I have. But you need to give there's me a, a succubus in that one. Okay. Okay. But basically, yeah, succubus. You know, they live off a of life force, but you still get to you know fuck one. You know what I mean? It, it'll be the yeah, greatest. Die doing it. It'll be the greatest fuck of your life, but it also might, will be the last fuck of your life. Yeah, the greatest and the last. Oh yeah, they, you they could. Yeah, they kill you afterwards. Yeah, but you can still romanticize that, where it's like, oh, I'm a succubus, but I fell in fall in love with him, and I don't want to kill him. So they, you know, like it. it it'll be a weird relationship where she has to set you know, limits to herself, like, okay, we can do this for a bit. Okay, but I need to stop before your full life force is end ending. You know, kind of like Rogue from X-Men. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's like, kinda... it's like, I always wonder, like, she really can't have much in life, can she? Yeah, but again, look, Rogue from the X-Men has had relationships, and the guys don't mind. You know, and the only mm -hmm. relationship that stood a while, that was able to last for a while was, when she was going out with Magneto, and that's because, hey, guess what? There are magnetic particles everywhere, so he's never out of power. Thankfully. But it, I remember her first boyfriend traumatized her. Yeah, and again, and, and, and even Gambit, who still wanted it, but never got it because, again, she would always... But again, that's comic, comic books and stuff like that. See? All right. But, okay, so here's the weirdest succubus movie I've ever heard of. Never saw, but what the fuck is this? There's what? a movie called Sea Dick Run. 
Wait. Kel Mitchell portrays a man who has his genitalia stolen by a succubus. Wait, Cameron Mitchell? Kel Mitchell. Okay. As a Keenan and Kel Mitchell. Wait, that's a movie? Yeah, it's called See Dick Run. You are bullshitting me. That sounds like a fucking piece, like a bad joke. Keenan, wait. It is not a bad joke, and I am going to send you the IMDb page for it right now. Wait, wait, so it's a fucking movie that stars one of the stars from Good Burger, Keenan and Kel. It stars Kel Mitchell. What? Todd Bridges? <laughs> yes. Someone, I did wait, that's the, I heard of the, the title, but I know, what? Oh, God. Oh, God. This... <laughs> we have to do this for the YouTube page, for the YouTube channel. We have to watch this and riff it. Oh, God, I'm going to kill myself one day. Oh, God. We have to riff on this. Well, eventually will when we start getting better equipment. But, a succubus can still be romanticized. It's fine. You can set limits and, again, take or, or you can do something humorous with it, apparently. Exa apparently you did. You can. Um, like, plant creatures, people will fuck it. I mean, look, Swamp Thing. So, there you go. Uh, yeah. You can't... Yeah, he had Swamp Thing. He... Yeah, he had lovers. Exactly. And he has that ability to pull, like, a piece of plant from him or raise specific plants that stimulate your uh like fucking your 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 pleasure centers in your mind so uh, yeah he's not literally fucking you but those re he releases those pleasure nerves in your mind so where you is you felt like you just got fucked oh uh, uh, yeah and um of course Hellboy had liz sherman that's right that's right and again he, he had a human girlfriend and again how many movies started with people fucking the devil or a demon you know, or, you know, whatever. Or a demon disguised as a person. Now, you can still uh, get uh, away. Wasn't there... I, I think there were probably movies about it, um... Hang on a second. Was there a movie about an incubus as well? Yes, yes, it's... Yeah. I remember the that... Male, the male version of the succubus, which takes the life force of women. Yes, I do remember that because I've always seen that VHS cover with the lady spread over... Not spread over, but she's lying in bed, like, almost hanging off from her bed. And in the corner of the bed is like a childlike creature with horns just sitting there. Yeah, and I've seen yeah. that painting also of it, so I know about it. Yeah, but I, I think like there were movies like that as well, where like you know they come down and they seduce women as well. Yeah, and again, let's see. So you can romanticize, you know, fucking the zombies. You can romanticize. Oh God, I forgot about that too. Yeah, warm bodies. There you go. Already done. Um. Ugh. Frankenstein's or Frank or creatures brought back from the dead, aka also zombies, vampires, Wolfman. You could almost get away with. Actually, Wolfman, you can because I mean, how many times hey. have the Howling itself, especially that the oh, orgy yeah. scenes uh, from the oh, Howling yeah. uh, Part um, Three, Part Two. I was gonna say too, to a lesser degree as well, American Werewolf in London because he was already attacked by That's the werewolf. Right. And during yes, during him and the nurse Price lovemaking. Yeah, the fucking nurse that meets him, meets him in one day, and automatically they're already fucking in a relationship. Wants to bring him home. Wow. Hey, that's Jenny Agutter. You know. Either damn. way, um, okay, fish creatures, okay, taken care of. Uh, gods, even maybe certain gods, but that's because. Oh yeah, God. mortals. Because like, how many? Oh, how much Greek myth is now like gods descending down on mortals and having sex with them? I mean, fucking um. Hercules, uh, or no, um, what was the other one too, um, from America, from the Clash of the Titans, Perseus. Yeah, again, gods are like, they don't care if they're married, 
They're like the ultimate players. All they have to do is go down to Earth, transform into a goat, and impregnate a human girl. <laughs> they're like yeah. cheating oh, on their uh, wives. That, oh, uh, yeah, but that makes also for some screwed up stuff because um, what was the Greek myth about, um, you know, about the Minotaur? You know, the, the queen, the, the king's wife who's like falls in love with a bull. You know, she, she asked her, um, her, her servants to make her like a, a cow, a wooden cow that she could sit inside so that the bull can mount her. Yeah, and then you got a minotaur. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you, know, you know, like, I think the only creature, I guess, that they haven't really romanticized as much. I haven't seen a movie yet where someone fucks a mummy. Not yet. And I don't mean like the mummy, you know, the Brendan Fraser or even the Tom Cruise where they take a semi-human form or they fell in love with them when they were human before they were murdered and buried and mummified. I mean fucking a mummy who comes back from the grave wrapped in, you know, the sheets and everything, you know, decomposing, looking like fucking Eddie from the Iron oh, Maiden yeah. covers, like falling in love what and fucking that? a girl. One of the one of the like semi fall underneath like a zombie at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah, he is uh, undead coming back. Oh, you're right. But no, but that, but I mean a mummy well, that, wrapped no, no, no. wrapped in fucking toilet paper, looking like Eddie from fucking Iron Maiden. You know, for fucking Iron Maiden. You know, oh, album yeah, cover. That's worse. Exactly. And hey, there is a movie called Necromantic Part One and Part Two. And oh god, and I remember seeing those in the video shops a couple of times. Oh, well, yeah. And it's about people who fuck dead bodies. Because, hey, guess what? Apparently when you die, your dick stays hard. <laughs> it's like, as long as you're still warm, it's all good, right? <laughs> and it's all good. So basically, yeah, this, so basically, that's still not my, I would never want to go there, ever. So ever. I cannot imagine that. This episode's been about... What would you stick your dick in or let it stick in you? Another fine episode of the Nostalgia Road Trip. And Robert, if this there's is any... This is like crazy. And if there's anything in, in general that people want to discuss with you or recommend you other creatures that you might find fancy, uh, <laughs> how can they do that? Oh, God. Find me on the Facebook group or find me on Twitter at Lambda Calculus. That's L-A-M-B-D-A-C-E-L-C-U-L-U-S. Our official Twitter is at NRoadTripCast, and our website is NostalgiaRoadTrip.com. Always, as always, you know, definitely good killing brain cells and educating them. But apparently this one, we've, we've confused your sexual, you know, your private parts. So thank goodness for that. So if you're ever aroused by something completely out of left field, just remember, we're the ones that implanted that into your subconscious. But we will not take responsibility for it. But till then, my friend, you take it easy, and I'll definitely see you next time. Okay. Time to fuck ourselves a mummy. Oh, God. Anything as long as it's mine